Welcome to episode four of the Chamber of Members podcast, where we interview a new Chamber member every week. During this episode, we'll have a business tip of the week, Chamber announcement, and an interview with our co-host, Sean, from SBS Consulting Systems. First up is our business tip of the week by SBS Consulting Systems. Sean, what do we got? Hi there, uh, Sean Hetrick, SBS Consulting Systems. Uh, Last week we talked about opportunities. Uh, This week we're gonna talk about threats. So what threats are defined as as external risks to your business. Um, Some of these might be like an increase in your supply costs or a malware attack, different things that might really adversely affect your business. And then I would take it, you know, make a list of this, but I would take it one step further and look at developing strategies to overcome these threats. Um, You know, developing a good plan for backups and updates is a very important one. Uh, we at SBS Consulting always like to talk to uh, companies about making sure that they have good backups and they have good updates because the malware attack will take you down in a second, um, along with just you know looking for those other threats and just coming up with strategies to, to overcome them. Again, this is Sean from SBS Consulting Systems. Sean, thanks for the tip of the week. Yeah. For those of you who don't know Sean yet, uh, he's the owner of the SBS Consulting Systems. His office is located uh, just south of Ken, but he's able to service Pretty much all of Northeast Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah, actually. Yep, all Northeast Ohio. I even have a couple uh, clients outside of the state, too. Nice. So wherever the job takes me. The flexibility of remote work. Gotta love it. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yep. Sean, I know we've talked many times before. Um, I know you stepped into your stepped out on your own and launched SPS Consulting Systems three years ago. Can you kind of walk us through your IT career and give us some insight of how you knew it was time to start your own company? Sure, absolutely. Um, so really the best way is to kind of give you a history of me because the company really revolves around my business experience and kind of what I've learned over the years. So um, I started off, I was a graduate of uh, Minerva High School in 1996 and I went to uh, Kent State University and got my undergraduate in business administration. Um, as I was graduating in business administration, I realized that I did not know enough about computers. <laughs> so I started to take jobs in uh, the IT industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a couple jobs with companies that did like point of sales computer systems where I would set up the systems, configure them, make sure that they work for like advanced auto parts, subway, those type of things in the early 2000s. I also did uh, system installs and refreshes for companies like State Farm and Disney and uh, a couple other Burberry, a couple other companies like mm-hmm. that. And that really helped give me an understanding of like the different areas of IT, understanding hardware, software, and kind of how systems are developed and put together. Then I decided I wanted to take it a step further, and I got uh, my first job at uh, Jones Day Law Firm in uh, Cleveland. It's a large global law firm that's headquartered out of Cleveland. There I got dramatic exposure to <laughs> IT, uh, not only just locally, but how a global organization works, how it inter- how they can share data between offices, how they keep things backed up, updated, You know how the whole system works. Um, really helped to, to, to grow my knowledge. At that same time, I finished up my MBA at Cleveland State. Um, so I really got started to get some more uh, understanding of business and really mm-hmm. how business work. Around that time, which would have been about 2001, my parents had purchased a business in Minerva, Ohio, and uh, it was struggling. So I built an e-commerce website for them, put about 1,500 of their products online. Wow was doing the infancy of AdWords out there, pay-per-clicks out there in the world. And we sold products all over. We'd like tripled business doing that that way. Um, but realized that I still needed to be there to kind of do other things for the business. And that's where I really started to learn some of the systems development and process improvement 
um, things because I would go down there and I stuck my head in QuickBooks, stuck my head in their inventory process and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, their expenses, you know, categorizing expenses, figuring out what product lines are selling, which ones aren't really developing reporting for that and really got, got involved there, um, and helped grow that business, took it from dramatically negative to positive in a couple of years, which was great for me personally, cause it gave me some confidence in what yeah, I was doing and yeah. how it was going. So then I started to get involved in the area in Minerva, um, started to go to different groups and talk to people about the area. The area was really struggling. It's a small community. And at that point in time, there was, the downtown was pretty empty. Uh, so talking to people and people had uh, interest in the arts and all these artists were leaving the area. So I, uh, formed a 501c3 nonprofit, brought these people together, and we started throwing events in the empty spaces downtown, okay. which generated buzz and generated economic development in the area. Now there's a full-time theater downtown. There, the whole downtown is filled. It's multiple restaurants, bars, oh, brewery. Yeah. Uh, there's an old theater that they just renovated. So it really made economic growth happen. But I saw about 2008, 2009, the collapse. I was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all felt it. It. yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I went back in and I started working again for uh, Squires, Sanders and Dempsey, which now is Squires, Patton Boggs, another return law firm, mm -hmm. global law firm in Cleveland, you know, doing IT again, getting into that, really understanding that and decided I wanted to change after about six years there and uh, got a job with an environmental company in uh, Canal Fulton, started off as their network administrator and then ended up being their controller within a year. Uh, they were about seven million dollars, about forty-five employees. We grew from seven to ten million, uh, just in a couple of years, and built the. I built these systems that helped them automate and streamline processes within their business. Things they were doing paper and pencil. Yeah. Or, it's really important to get the accurate, accurate data. You know, and to, to be able to process things efficiently and mm -hmm. quickly because for them to grow. Without having to add staff, you have to be able to process things quickly. You have yeah. to be able to invoice quickly. You have to be able to process accounts payable quickly. You know, you have to be able to look at profitability reports quickly where you're not spending all your time developing these reports. So we developed all these systems to do this really quickly. And uh, they went from like $7 million to $10 million, didn't have to add administrative staff because of the systems that were in place. Yeah, it's a huge value to the company. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Helped them go through a buyout of their original owner and then just decided that, I think I can do this on my own. <laughs> so, so uh, that was about three years ago, right before COVID. It would have been September 2019 that mm -hmm. I left um, and uh, decided to do it on my own. I knew some people that I could get some uh, subcontracting IT work through okay. and then just started to develop my clients from there. And uh, yeah, it's all history from there, I guess. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, I mean, when I think IT, I'm like... <sighs> I mean, I know how to work my iPhone, barely. <laughs> so when people, you know, throw out words and like hardware, software, infrastructure, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. So, but there's just a lot that goes into it with the way you have to back up data and data transfers and. Yeah. Well, and that's what lot. sets me a little bit apart is that I'm not an IT guy per se. So I can sit down and talk with people that don't have quite the knowledge in IT and mm -hmm. kind of explain to them what these systems are doing what little tweaks we can make to get them to work better for you, to be a really a competitive advantage for you. Yeah. Um, and then really understand from the business side too, you know, what they need. Cause just because it works with the ones and zeros doesn't mean it helps them and improves their, yeah, their performance. So, so having that understanding on both sides really, really helps. So, um, 
what services does SBS Consultant provide? Yeah, so we're complete IT. So everything, everything IT wise, we we can take care of. Um, I like the things that no one else can fix. I like to solve problems. Okay. So I like when someone's like, this never has worked right. You know, I'll come in and fix it because I, I can usually figure it out. I have thousands and thousands of pieces of software hardware, different pieces of software hardware I've worked with over the years. So I kind of have a vast understanding of it and I love the pro- the problems. You yeah. Know. And I'm sure you're good at reading code and writing it and fixing it. And yeah. 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 We're getting, getting there. And it's nice with the systems that I design are real lightweight, real customizable. So we can really de- design it for your business as opposed to something you buy off the shelf that doesn't really fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Yeah. So what are the, like the main reasons customers choose SPS consultings over other firms? Like what's your competitive advantage? Yeah, I think my one of my biggest competitive advantages is just my knowledge and understanding over the years. Um, I, I've experienced a lot through a lot of IT, a lot of business. Um, so when I come into a situation, I can pretty quickly assess it and kind of figure out what they need and where we need to go from there. And I think, I think that just helps. Um, I like to fix problems. I'm not a person that likes to, you know, just let it linger, let it linger. I want to get it fixed because it, you need to be back working and, you know, making money for, for your company. So my goal is to get you back there as quickly as possible. Awesome. So how do you, how do you people, how do you charge for your service? You know, is it long-term contracts, short-term contracts, projects, hourly, like how, you know, how do you, how do you build out your costs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's simple. I like simple. I don't, like to be complicated. I want to be as simple as possible. So I'm easily $100 an hour from the work that I do. Um, although if we do projects, if we decide we want to build a system or we want to come in and do a server upgrade or network upgrade, I'd give a quote for that. Okay, um, along sense. with, I have a general services agreement and um, you know certificate of insurance and all that kind of stuff just to kind of legitimize it or give it some, some legal backing too. Awesome. So um, tell us about you know, the biggest risk you've taken as, as a business owner, like, well, what's the biggest risk of running your own business, starting your own business, you know, kind of jumping into that pool. Yeah. There's lots of risks you take, no doubt. But uh, the biggest I'd say was just doing it in general. I had done it before in the early 2000s. So I kind of had an idea, but I left a six figure, very stable job to to go go out on my own. Um, And you know what? I'm so glad I did because it's rewarding. It's rewarding to, to see how, where I've come from, and also just to know that the effort that I put in, I will get back. Yeah, um, a lot of times you work in a company and you put in effort and you don't always see the benefits that you think you should from it. And uh, just being able to control your own destiny is just a great thing for me. Yeah. And I'm sure um, you get exposure to a lot of different businesses too. So yeah, and I get to make an impact with a, a lot of small business in the area. Yeah. Always, yeah. That's really nice fun to too. do. Yeah, it is. It's fun. To, it's fun to design something for a company that never existed before yeah. and, you know, and then it, they're using it and it helps them for sure. Awesome. So I know your business has been growing. Um, are you still looking to hire? Yeah. Um, right now I'm looking for a part-time uh, person that can do it. I would love if they could do a little bit of coding too. Um, so it'd be, Probably about 15 to 20 hours, um, about half on site, half off site. Okay. Um, but I can train people on almost anything. They just need to have just a little bit of experience would be good, okay. uh, would be helpful in that. Nice. So as um, you know, members of the Canton Regional Chamber, we're always looking to promote and support and do business with, another, uh, with one another. Are there any chamber members you'd like to give a shout out to? Yeah, definitely. I would like to give a shout out to Jeff and Amy Berner. 
uh, they, for, Jeff's from Keller Williams and Amy has Amy Lynn Sweet Shop. And they, from the very beginning, I met them right at the beginning of the chamber events and they've just been so friendly to me and inviting me. And every time I come to an event, they come up and talk to me. They invited me to help volunteer with different items. And Jeff and Amy themselves volunteer so much time with the Hall of Fame and with other uh, chamber kind of events. They're just great resources to have. And really, I just really appreciate everything they did for me. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I know, um, <laughs> like most people probably, it's it's nervous to like, you know, you come into a tip club and it's like, oh, I'm the new guy in group of 20 and you don't <laughs> know who to talk to and everybody's already having conversations. So it's nice to have people that, you know, can draw you in like that and, Absolutely. and um, you know, make you feel comfortable because I mean, we're all here to, you know, to support each other and network, especially all those, the tip clubs. Um, we do a lot of networking, um, learning about each other's businesses so we can, you know, um, keep each other top of mind and refer each other. So yeah. it's nice when, you know, you welcome new people in and, you, you know, get them connected to volunteer. Yeah, I have a great luck with the tip clubs too, yeah. as far as meeting new people and just growing my network for sure. Nice. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it for the podcast today. I mean, I'd really enjoy kind of learning more about your background yeah. and your experience in IT and kind of all the services you provide. Um, and I'm grateful to have a IT guru on my team for this podcast. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I was like, I don't know how to, you know, post something on, <laughs> on YouTube. So I was like, oh, I'll get that done. No, 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 all done. Time, time release everything. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> Not my forte. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, nope. I'm happy to provide. <laughs> so up next are uh, Chamber Announcements. Uh, first, we're going to focus on uh, July 12th. We have a uh, business after hours hosted by Drive Social. The event's going to be held at the Cast Iron Bar and Grill in Canal Fulton. Um, I think last time we had like 60, 70 people. I think it was closer to 100. 100. It was, yeah, it was a the, lot. They the comedy grow. club. Yeah. yeah. Dark Pocket Fighting Club. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. Entertaining, yeah. great yeah, food. Yeah, it was good. The yeah. comedian was hilarious. Yeah, and yeah food, food's always good. That's that's a, the reason to go to is for the food and for the just the social aspect of it because it's really good to meet people outside of just the tips or just at your office. You know, just to kind of get to know yeah, them a relax, little bit more. Yeah, relax. Yeah, yep. And then uh, July nineteenth, we're gonna have another um, quick connect, and this one's gonna be at a breakfast. So uh, it's gonna be at the NBC Suites in North Canton. Um, I think last time it was close to like 80 people. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make sure you sign up for that. Um, breakfasts are, breakfasts are nice cause you can, you know, kind of get your day started with some nice speaker and some good food and then you can finish out your day. So, yeah. And it's usually a little bit different crowd than the lunch one mm-hmm. too. So yeah, it's, it's some, different, some people. different people. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that wraps up our show. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you.